0: What's up, everyone, and welcome back to Shattering Superstructure. On this episode, we have Scout Taylor Compton and Nikki Whalen for their new film, The Best Man, out April 21st. Hope you enjoy the episode. How are are you today, Nikki?
1: I'm good, love. How are you? (laughs)
0: doing well um yeah i really enjoyed i like
1: your picture behind you um behind you you've got the old edward scissorhands it's awesome Uh, yeah
0: thank you yeah it's uh (laughs) one of my all-time faves for sure (laughs) (laughs) yeah i i really enjoyed uh the best man i I thought it was awesome and uh, a great action film thank you (laughs) <laughs> anyways uh how did this uh you and this project uh find each other initially
1: uh you know uh the start of last year I think it was like no, a couple months in maybe April last year I don't know they just sent me the script and the offer and it was a really quick turnaround um sort of came in last minute and I read it and I was like this looks super fun I get to play damsel in distress amongst all these you know action heroes which usually i'm the action chick so i was really excited to sort of you know be in the mix i love the cast you know i've worked with a couple of people before so i was like absolutely get me in so um it was sort of a no-brainer and again we shot this really quickly by the way i think it was like 11 or 12 days which is so quick to shoot a movie like it's wow. no joke so um we knocked it out really quickly and we all had to work pretty hard but fun people and yeah just came in at a good time. I had nothing going on. It was a fun script.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. I heard it was, um, kind of all shot in one location. So I'm, you know, that, that definitely helped, I guess, add production value, but I'm sure it helped with like the short amount of time that you guys had to shoot. Right.
1: Oh, of course, yeah. Being able to shoot out of one location—it was a massive hotel casino, um, mm-hmm. a couple of hours outside of New Mexico, and it's like inland somewhere. Actually, I had no idea where we. Were. Me and Scout drove together from the airport. It was like three hours inland. I, was, I have no idea where we're going. But was this huge property and it was absolutely beautiful um, all around a lake. So there's a lot of things to shoot and use, but all the exact same locations absolutely helped. I don't reckon they'd be able to do it if it was a lot of locations. They would have had to have made it a longer shoot. But that's the beauty in being able to do stuff like this. I think COVID taught a lot of people how to, you know, shoot movies and isolate them, you know, people doing movies out of their house in one location. and If they're good enough and action or interesting enough, it works. Um, you know, so, yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely does. Um, and it, you know, like you said, it has a great ensemble cast. I mean, what's it like sh- kind of showing up on set? Well, you've worked with some great action stars, but like seeing Dolph Lundgren there and um Luke Wilson, who it's his first foray into action. So I mean, you've got kind of two opposite ends of the spectrum one's a veteran one's just starting did you take any advice from Dolph and give any advice to to Luke
1: no I absolutely would not be giving advice to two actors that are very well known sure. <laughs> um they know what they're doing just fine um huge fan of both of them I've met Luke before he's a lovely man I've worked with his brother Owen Wilson way back in the day
0: You're Right um, for uh, a hall pass
1: Whole past, yeah. yeah, so it was nice to see, now work with his brother. And obviously, I've been watching Dolph Lundgren since I was a child. Um, So I'm a huge fan. And he's like such a classic icon for action movies. And he's still as badass as he was back then as he is now. And, you know, he was giving us advice and helping on set and you know you can tell he's done this a lot before how to make shots look and how to make things realistic and you know the so much pieces to put together because there's different groups of us running around the hotel and he just does a really great job of helping out and sort of helping direct that and make it all look as real as possible and you wouldn't have known it was Luke's first action movie he was straight in like Flynn doing fight scenes and stuff and we didn't have a lot of time to sort of rehearse things but he sort of got shown on the spot and then he's getting doozy headlocks and stuff I mean they're all professionals they just make it look real (laughs) yeah
0: um yeah that's great to hear um I wouldn't expect anything less you know just uh Luke rising to the occasion and uh some reason that seems like how I imagined it like Dolph just kind of being the mentor for everyone right
1: yeah uh, it kind of definitely had that vibe which is great you know and then you've got Brendan Fair who's an yeah. amazing incredible actor he's such a badass and such a cool guy um he just really I feel like he's the glue of this movie he's so good him and Scout stuff together is unbelievable they really they had a lot of time to do some cool stuff together and I think they got some really good performances in this movie, the both of them.
0: Yeah, I agree. For some reason in like the second act, I thought he was gonna sort of be, end up being one of the bad guys, like working with this group. Oh. But it subverted my expectations. So that was good. He, yeah. Um, I love that. I
1: can, yeah, yeah. I can yeah. see how you might've thought that, but yes, that's cool. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, and this seems like, Trivial a little bit to ask, and I'm sure you've been asked this a lot, but do you have a dialect coach for like speaking a different
1: accent? Cause you do it so well. Thank you. Um, I hear my accent slip through sometimes. Um, I, back in the day, I worked with a coach every now and then, um, but in Australia, it's so weird. We grew up like when I was a kid, like 60 or 70% of our TV content was American. So hearing the American accent so like it's so normal for us it's not shocking and it's actually easier for australians to do an american accent if and as american doing australian is very difficult um so I, i don't know i i slip sometimes but i yeah i kind of have been doing it for so long now i just jump on board and i always ask someone if you hear anything just yell it out and i'll do it again you know but when you're in in something, it kind of helps you get into character. I mean, it's also really good being Australian, too, and getting to be Australian in movies. that's very helpful. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm sure. And you know what I love is that you and Scout worked on Halloween Two uh, with Rob Zombie, right? so have have you remained in touch? Did you talk about you know memories on set for from that shoe?
1: Yeah, well, she rang me and she was like, are you doing this movie? We're playing sisters. And I'm like, yes, I am. Let's go. So we'd sort of spoken on the phone. We've actually did 7500 together too, which is oh, a horror yeah. film. Um, yeah, where we sit on a plane together for three weeks. Like, mm-hmm. it's that was so much fun. Yeah. And then we did um, Halloween. We didn't have any crossovers in Halloween. But working for Rob Zombie is, I mean, I saw him a couple times after Randomly at stuff. He's about us. He is such a great guy. Um, and his wife, sheree Like they're really cool people. I I love them and I love how they work. Halloween two was awesome for me. All my scenes were with um Malcolm McDowell, who's like yeah. one of the greatest actors of all time. And it's then weird. I went Franklin and Bash with him as well. I mean, it's weird. I have crossed over a lot with the same actors, but You know, I forget like he's one of the, I think he's one of the greatest actors in the world. I got to do Halloween with him. He's a badass. So doing those, and that was a small role for me in that movie. But look who I got to work with. And, you know, we'd shot a lot more, which didn't go in the movie. So I just got to just be in really good company and and then, you know, make friends with Scout and then boom, I'm working again with her on this. So it just, everything does full circle in this business at some point, you know, working with Luke, but I'd worked with his brother 10 years ago, 15 years or whatever it was we all find our way back around in the end. And it's just, it's just nice. And we've all evolved and we're all, I, I did a horror and then, well, 7,500 was a horror. This is an action. They're all different, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah. And to to that point, like, do you have a preference horror or action both uh, as an actor and as a viewer?
1: Um, I love action movies. I love comedy. I love all, all movies really. Um, And I I started out doing a lot of comedy. I miss doing comedy. Um, I just did something recently for a TV show, some comedy. It was so much fun. I've missed it so bad. Um, Just the set and everything. It's just I love it. I want to do more again. Um, I miss it. But, yeah, I mean, I I love all genres, but I prefer, what would I say? I don't know. I'm a bit of a Star Wars nerd and I kind of like stuff like that. I I don't know. I just kind of get drawn into whatever.
0: (laughs) yeah and and that kind of reminds me I think I read you had a dog named Yoda right
1: yeah he's right down there sleeping if you can hear him snoring oh yeah just lots of Star Wars stuff I just grew up with with um Star Wars so I tend to have my house is filled with a lot of Star Wars stuff
0: (laughs) that's awesome um do you have a favorite Star Wars film
1: I love um, Return of the Jedi. It's probably my favorite. Um, and I'm a bit of a Mandalorian plan, fan. So I love it so much. I don't know um, if you're a Star Wars person, but it's really badass. It's just cool stuff. I don't know what it is. I think it's just because I grew up with it as a kid. So it's just it's just part of my childhood. So every time I see so, everything to do with it, just I don't know, it's got good memories attached to it.
0: Yeah, yeah me too. It brings up that nostalgic factor. And you've worked with, yeah. um, you know, Terrence Malick, uh, the Fairley Brothers, Robert Rodriguez, I think on From Dust Till Dawn. I don't know if he directed one of your episodes, um, but Paul Schrader. It's like you attract all these auteurs and 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 prolific uh, filmmakers. It seems like you've had the opportunity to work with. So when you as see a director of like that caliber attached to the the script you read is it like pretty much a given that you're you're going to take the role or does it sort of depend on on what the subject matter is
1: um no I think with those things it's like it's such a treat you know you watch all their movies and then Terry Terrence Malick that was such I mean I love that you brought that up he's probably one of the favorite people I've ever worked with in my life he is an incredible human being he is so evolved in he's like an alien from a different world the way he creates and the way his mind thinks and to be on his set and be in the mix and i remember auditioning for it and i didn't hear anything for 12 months and then i get this call we need you on set and I'm, what what is going on you know and um i did uh, a tv series called matador and then i did dust to dawn two projects with robert rodriguez matador um robert directed two of the episodes i was the lead in the series with gabriel luna And Alfred Molina, cool, badass show. Probably one of the best jobs I've ever done, getting to go to work with these guys every day. I've got to be, it's just so cool. And Robert's just a badass to work with. He's, I don't know, he's got his own, he carries the red camera in his hand. He's got his guitar and just, he creates a vibe like Terrence Malick does. You know, um, Paul Schroeder, I went in, I'd done a couple movies with, Nick Cage, and he was doing Dog Eat Dog out there with Willem Dafoe, and he was like, do you want to come in and just do a couple scenes? And I was like, yes, like, you don't say no to that. (laughs) Um, Absolutely not. And I'd actually just met Paul at a film festival in the Cayman Islands a couple of weeks before. So I got there, but it still doesn't take away the nerves, Um, you know, and I got there, and that's, like, those sets are the real deal, you know? You've got some of the best actors in the world. (laughs) It's overwhelming. (laughs) You just kind of have to ballsy up and just get on with it straight away. But, the, you know, these directors are amazing. And, um, yeah, I, I, it's not until, like, I get interviewed or I'm chatting about it, I forget that I've been able to work with these guys. It's so much fun. There's some great memories in there.
0: Yeah, I would I would imagine the guitar Robert Rodriguez is is that he brings on set, you say, it, it reminds me there was this one like clip that went viral on the Mandalorian where he's playing the guitar for Baby Yoda. Yes, the I saw that. Version.
1: <laughs> it's just, that would be a dream job. Like that'd be so cool just to be with all them on that set. I mean, they're just killing it. They're doing such a good job. We're yeah. just sitting and enjoying it, yeah.
0: And I'll, um, to being like an Australian working in film, you said, it reminded me of what you said in the film about like the difference between uh, American and Australian men or no, it was in a different uh, interview, excuse me. Um, and I, I was wondering, like, what are some of the other sociological differences that that, you know, that you've noticed?
1: I think I said that in a men's health magazine interview so okay. long ago <laughs> and it was more like about dating and stuff like this. And I mean, when I did that, I think that shoot came right after Hall Pass. So we're probably talking 12 years ago since I've been asked that question. (laughs) I don't know, to be honest with you, I've been here so long. I've been in L.A. for 16 years. I don't even remember what it's like to be around. I mean, I still go home twice a year with my family and stuff. Um, I miss Australia and I miss the men and I miss the women and I miss, you know, the culture. And it is different to L.A. It's kind of hard to explain, but it's home for me, you know, and uh, it, it just feels certainly not as many as people down there. I think the population of Australia is like 20 million, like 23 or something, 24 million people say to California is 40 million alone. Like, can you just sort of put that into perspective? And the amount, You know, it's just, it's overwhelming um, living out here in California. It's a very different lifestyle because you live in LA, predominantly living in the business. Yeah. Um, which is fun, but it's exhausting. So when I go home, I grew up in a small beach town. An awesome family, mm-hmm. you know. I got a, uh, three older brothers and older sister. They all got kids and stuff. So I, I go home and I'm not around people talking about the business. And we're just pegging out clothes on the washing line. Still, you know, it's old school. You know, it's like, and it's just, it just, I, I think I miss that a lot about home. Just, and when I go back, it's, it's very. I don't know. My mom's got chickens in the backyard. I mean, people do that here obviously too, but it just, it's just got a different vibe. We live right near the beach. Um, I don't know. It's just not the business. And I, I love that side of my life as well that I can go and enjoy. That makes sense.
0: <laughs> oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. No, that's, that sounds really nice. Um, <laughs> and a lot more secluded than being in the city. It's been an, uh, an honor uh, speaking with you. And I had one more, uh, question or I guess the two-part what's your favorite Dolph role what's your favorite Luke Wilson role and what do you have coming up next um, exciting <laughs> projects
1: <laughs> i trying to think what movie did Luke Wilson do years ago he's such a stud what did he do there was something you sort of put me on the spot I can't remember he did something I mean he's gorgeous in everything was, it, was it
0: a Wes Anderson film
1: maybe can you say some of them
0: there's bottle rocket there was the royal tenenbaums I think he's in a couple other too but
1: no he did something where I watched him and I was like it was a long time ago he was such a stud still is but I'm just trying to think and you know Dolph Lundrum, probably the Rocky but what else did he do he did um it, what was it showdown in little Tokyo no it was what was oh, it do you oh, remember the other one he did yeah super cheesy super cool like old school it's not big trouble in little china which by the way is one of my favorite movies but it's kind of that whole vibe remember that um the van damme days and
0: oh totally boxer and
1: all those movies like i just remember watching them as a kid they were so much fun i mean you watch them now they're hilarious but yeah some of them still hold up um so and he just looks i think he played um like an action the what is it galaxies something I saw it randomly by accident um, recently, and he plays He-Man or something, and he's just—is it He-Man or like one of those characters? And he looks identical, I and mean, he's just a beast. Um, so oh, I don't know. Man. There's so many that both of those guys have done, complete different opposite ends of the scale, but just both gorgeous, amazing actors. Um, and in regards to what I got coming up, i got a bunch of stuff coming up at the moment. I couple more action movies coming out. I've actually gone back to a little bit of hosting, um, which is not something I didn't want to go back to doing, but there's a TV series in Australia called Bondi Vet, um, which is an animal show. And I've been doing a lot of stuff with um, some rescue facilities out here, a sanctuary in particular, um, Spirit of Animals. uh, And I put it on my Instagram and my old production crew in Australia called up and were like, do you want to have a segment on our show? And I was like, if we get to talk about, rescue animals and shelters and animals and what's really going on yes I'll do it so I did a pile of episodes with that which will be coming out soon um I have a makeup not a makeup but a skin line coming out of stuff which is yeah there's just a lot going on at the moment so I'm sort of having a good start to the year touch wood hopefully stay that way (laughs) but yeah there's lots of cool stuff coming up so and this obviously comes out April 21st in theaters the best man so
0: Yes. Um, I'm yeah. Looking forward to promoting it and speaking with scout later as well. Um, awesome. And yeah, it, that's very cool that you're, you're hosting and to giving like, um, rescue animals, a, a, a bigger platform. Um, it reminds me real quick of man eater, which I saw and it totally reignited my fear of sharks. I don't even know if I can swim in the ocean. You know, I think, shark movies used to be like jaws the mechanical shark i mean that was a big step forward for obviously so many reasons but is it mostly cgi or did you have some like real sharks involved in that shooting
1: they brought a real puppet shark down to set which was kind of a nightmare and they were told that it was going to be really hard work from someone originally who'd shot jaws they were like don't do it but the director really wanted to have moments with it so we did use a little bit of it in it and then they went to CGI um but yeah making i mean i'd never done a shark movie i got asked to do a shark movie I was like why not in this life i'm going to do a shark movie um it was intense there was a lot of there's a lot of stuff in the water and the conditions were crazy and i mean it's no joke making and that again we had barely any time to shoot it so we had a lot of challenges in that movie but it was fun but you know yeah it is I mean, yeah, I got a movie coming out with crocodiles. I mean, why not, right? (laughs) Yeah, why not? That's awesome. Yeah. uh, It's,
0: yeah, thank you so much for speaking with me and uh, your generous answers. I I really appreciate it, Nikki.
1: Oh, thanks, love. And please tell Scout I said hello. You'll be talking with her later.
0: (laughs) Absolutely, I will. Take care.
1: Thanks, love. Bye-bye.
0: Bye. Bye.
1: Bye,
0: Alex. Hi, how's it going, Scout?
1: Good.
2: How are you doing?
0: Doing well. Um I saw uh the best man obviously and loved it. Nice. Um, congratulations.
2: Thank you. Thank you. I like your uh poster back there. That's one of my favorite movies.
0: Yeah, thank you. Me me mine too and I love oh. your your background poster. Oh, <laughs> <That's, laughs>
2: I like that movie. That movie's I. Right.
0: <laughs> so, how did uh this project find you and what drew you to the script
2: um how did this I actually I just got a I actually got a call from Nikki uh who plays my sister in the movie and she was attached to this movie and uh she said hey these guys are gonna call you and please come and play with me and do this movie with me and I was like well Nikki I would do anything with you but when I read the script, I mean, who doesn't like Die Hard? You know,
0: <laughs> who
2: doesn't like Die Hard? It's pretty much Die Hard at a wedding. So I was like, yeah, I'm there. Let's go. I like I love action and stuff like that. Um, that's kind of uh, my favorite stuff to do. Whenever I do uh, do movies, it's like the physicality stuff. I just I love getting my hands dirty. So um, it was an easy yes for me.
0: That's awesome. And yeah, you've worked with. Nikki twice before, right? Starting wow. with Halloween too.
2: I know it's crazy. I just forgot that she was in that. It, <laughs> she, I, I forgot, but we didn't work together while we were filming that. So I think that's why uh, Nikki's just such a, such a gem. Like her spirit is so great. Um, I'll, I think I'll be friends with her forever. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I dig that. Um, I spoke with her earlier and she told me to tell you hi so
2: oh yay i'll have to text her after this <laughs> <laughs> did she have her dog did she have uh yoda
0: you uh he was right off screen so yeah
2: cody yeah, is too my about. dog he's he's just he's chilling
0: yeah my dogs <laughs> across the room just, uh, just
2: support animals popcorn. or yeah, we're no. their support animals is what it is yeah
0: <laughs> no kidding um And this has a great ensemble cast, the best man. Um, What was it like to work with such great talent across the board? I mean, you've got a legend, Dolph Lundgren (laughs) on one hand, and Luke Wilson is, this was surprisingly his first foray into action.
2: Yeah, yeah. You know, it was, it was kind of like a a kid in a candy store, you know, like every day someone new and epic would show up and you're just like, what is my life? (laughs) Like, this is so cool that I get to like, I get to create and play with you in a field that I love so much called filmmaking. I was like, this is, you know, what, what a great opportunity. And to be able to like, a lot of the times I would be filming and I would be watching them rather than acting what I needed to do because you're just so like in awe with like their talent and and what they're they're bringing and stuff and um I think that's that that was really really a neat experience to have
0: sounds like it yeah I, I I'd be the same you know like that's a great way to put it kid in a yeah. cat store
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: um and this is a uh, a random question, but I always wondered. Yeah. And it's like kind of like similar to alcohol in movies, but you smoke a joint at one point and in uh. the, in, the, in one of the scenes. And the reason I asked this is because I had dinner at Rob Schneider's house. It was like a random chain of events that led me there like years oh. ago. When, and his niece talked about grandma's boy and how they like... So, there was a rumor that they used real weed on set. And I'm like, how is that possible? Like, <laughs> it's like slightly more, it's pretty much legal now. So like, yeah. what if are you'd be the.
2: Surprised, you'd be surprised at how many like actors are high. <laughs> when <laughs> they go to set, like you, I am, uh, when I partake in, in weed, um, it does not, uh, I cannot function on it yeah. <laughs> as well as others. I kind of turn like dead to the world, and I'm just like in my own head, so um but so it's like very it's it's really interesting when when actors can do that. I'm like, you're high right now you, <laughs> like saying anything to me right now, I would not even be able to function a word um but I kind of i, I mean I used to be a smoker, like I used to be like I, I with cigarettes, like I used to smoke so much, and I quit, and now it kind of like I'll get lightheaded whenever I have to like smoke anything in a movie, and that joint was one of them. I was like, "Woo!" I was like, "I feel a little like I don't know what's happening. What's in this?" <laughs> like, <you> know, <laughs> and it's usually um, like you know that I'm very sensitive to to any of that kind of stuff. But um, I don't know how many joints I went through that day. I I think we had like ten joints, and they were all gone. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I don't know who was there behind the scenes, like trying to like roll these like herbs and stuff into this little paper. And I don't think anybody knew how to. So I think one of the actors had to do it.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. I used to get Like, I
2: know how to roll. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. At one time they wanted me to roll it. And I was like, I'm not really good at that.
0: Yeah. Yeah well whoever rolled it should get a double credit like
2: yeah exactly joint,
0: joint roller on i i wonder
2: if it is i wonder if it is on the that would be hilarious if it was <laughs>
0: so. um, but yeah so what what's the first thing you look for in, in a project is it the the writing the directing or the the genre um
2: you know, everything really, but I guess what it comes down to first is obviously the writing. I mean, the script is like what hooks you or if it doesn't hook you, you know, um, and then the character, like, am I going to have fun with this? Do I want to do this sort of character? Um, you know, with her, she was, <laughs> she's very much like a daddy's girl, but then she ain't as as well. <laughs> so oh, that was also fun you know i i don't really play those girls very often um so it was it was really fun to be able to push that envelope but then also still bring in um bring in scout like that pool scene that brendan and i had it was originally just supposed to be a talking sitting down in the jacuzzi and mm. like cute clothes and i was like that's boring i was like we've done that So I I mapped out this idea to have this playful like pull pull them into the pool, like swim around each other, like smoke a joint. Like I came up with this like sort of thing. And I and I'm glad I did because I think it really added to like um our characters.
0: That's great too when you can like contribute creatively and like just be like, hey, I kind of thought this would work. And you know, then you see it unfold and so you you actually get to be a part of the creative process outside of just acting right
2: a director and an actor have like a little bit more room to like figure out a scene together and not just do what was written I feel like you can like kind of go off the script if you will and create something a little bit more magical than than what is like on paper
0: right yeah and and I mean it's like I think Nick, Nikki said it was 11 day shoot. I mean, that's, that's pretty tight. Um, is that the, the, the like smallest amount no. you've had to complete a movie? Really?
2: No, you would think, right? No, yeah. I, I swear they're getting smaller and smaller and smaller. I, I'm like, sometimes I think there has to come to a point where I'm going to have to be like, we cannot do a movie in seven days. Like we can't. That I think there's a horror movie called Seven Days. Like that. That is why. (laughs) Like, I mean, Twelve Days is just like. I I mean, imagine if we had twenty days to do this movie, and you know what it could what it could have really turned into. Um, I think, you know, that's always like the money people. You know, the money people always just want to make it. Like, I feel like that's like the first question that comes into to play. Well, how how many days can you get it into? Like, did you want a project that a product that's really, really great?
0: Yeah. Give <laughs> yeah. me 20
2: days, man. I'll show you what I can get for your money.
0: <laughs> um, and I, you know, I was gonna ask if you prefer like horror or action or drama or comedy, but judging by the background, I think
2: <laughs> this is for my podcast. I also I have a podcast called Talk Scary to Me. But I do with uh, my co-host, Danielle Harris, who's also in the horror genre. Um, um, so we have a massive fan base with it. And we were like, well, we should do something together. So we started this podcast. Um, so this is where I record that. Um, <laughs> I mean, I will always have a love for my horror genre. I mean, I I have so much fun doing those movies, but I just I love filmmaking in a whole whether that's a comedy or, um, you know, a drama or whatnot. I just, I, I just love it so much. Um, and love being on set. So it doesn't matter really what the genre is, as long as, you know, the crew and the cast are dope and, and the writing's really rad. I think it's just fun.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's a great way. I mean, it's a beautiful, uh, horror it's a beautiful genre to like insert social commentary oh yeah have some fun you know because I think it's fun to get scared yeah um,
2: <laughs> I did too
0: and yeah so that's why I love horror movies and yeah. like you know the Rob Zombie's Halloween remakes I really enjoyed and I think it made more sense what he did with Lori Strode that that she was like Michael Myers sibling. Yeah. Because otherwise it always felt to me like, well, why is there, you know, this connection between the two? Yeah. Um, so, you know, what influence did you bring to, to that character and how did it subsequently like influence your, your career and your acting?
2: Yeah. You know, it's so crazy. Like going back to that sort of memory of, I mean, I didn't realize how massive um, the love was behind the Halloween franchise with Michael Myers and, and the character Laurie Strode until it was announced that I was playing Laurie Strode and people were just instantly um, comparing me to Jamie. And, you know, as a 17 year old, that's a lot to carry, um, especially a lot of understanding being introduced into this horror world and this genre. Um, and it, it showed like the first day that I came on set and, and Rob knew too. And Rob came up to me and he was like, yo, he was like, I hired you for a reason. I didn't hire you to replicate what Jamie did in the first one. I hired you for what you brought. And that pep talk really did help me because <laughs> I was like, You know, it's scary stepping into like big shoes in a sense. And thank God I didn't know how big they were at the time. Cause who, Mm -hmm. who fucking knows what would have happened if I knew how well, I would have probably pissed myself, but you know um, but I mean, obviously like that, that sort of, you know, because of how massive it is perceived and how much love is surrounding it. I mean, it, it, it definitely changed my whole life and and my whole career and and I owe you know I always say like I owe so much to you know the movie and and Michael Myers but I really owe so much to the fans and and how much they accepted me and and how much to this day they they support me because of that movie they will support you know anything that I do whether it's whatever genre they will they will continue to support it which is great
0: yeah that's that's amazing It's, and, it's so cool and who signed your michael myers uh, funko in the background
2: who signed that oh i think i have tyler on here okay. and then i have malcolm and that's then i have the og um nick castle oh, um, Wow. <laughs> yeah and then this is like kind of some of the stuff that people have made over the years i keep some of them some of the stuff And then I have "Welcome to the Dollhouse" because I met Heather at a con, and I love that movie. And I was like, "You, Um, I love you so much. Please sign my sign something for me." (laughs) And then we got her on the podcast. Hell yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Um, and you know, it's it's obviously, I'm sure there's so many roles and and characters you want to play but what would be your dream project in your dream role
2: yeah um I actually got really really close to to this movie um but I thought uh this actor and or this actress now actor did mm-hmm. wonderful in it um Hard Candy I don't know if you ever saw that independent movie oh, um yeah yeah that now Elliot Page but was um Ellen Page at the time yeah. did phenomenal did an amazing job um that something like that would be really really cool to sink my teeth into which is like it's kind of like a play within a movie you know cuz there's only two characters and it's all on character development and and dialogue which i think would be really fun i think that would be dope
0: hell yeah
2: <laughs> i would love to do that
0: yeah no that that would be amazing and hard candy yeah I think when I first saw that, I was in college and uh, yeah, just a chilling, chilling experience.
2: Uh, Such good writing, like, such good writing. I remember when I read that script, I was like, I want this so bad. I was (laughs) like, this is so good.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, And okay, so you worked with uh, Dolph Lundgren on this movie? Do you have a favorite Dolph Lundgren movie?
2: Um, I wonder if it's Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, God, he's just like so phenomenal. I mean, I, I like all of them. I really do. Um, maybe the best man. Kidding, just because I'm biased. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, there's too many to choose from. Um, I mean, he's badass in everything, you know?
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, no no kidding. And yeah. um, all right. Favorite uh Luke Wilson and Nikki Whalen uh movies.
2: Oh my god, you're putting me on the spot.
0: <laughs> I know.
2: Oh my god. Um Nikki, I don't know. It's so funny. I don't think I've ever like seen any other Nikki movies that we we didn't do together. Mm-hmm. I was just talking to my um my my co-star uh danielle harris and i was like i watched you in like free willy and um uh the last boy scout i was like have you seen any of my movies and she's like no i was like so you've never watched any of my movies like any of them she's like no why would i i was like oh my god um luke wilson man i mean I'm trying to think of like an oldie. I just literally pulled up his IMDb because I forgot what the name of that movie was, but I really, really, really loved him in. Um, Oh God, there's way too many. Yeah. There's like way too many. Oh my God, he was in the 70s show. That's right. He was in that 70s show.
0: That's right. Oh
2: my God, it's like my favorite show. I own like all the seasons of that. I mean, Legally Blonde too. He was dope in that as well. Oh, old yeah. school.
0: Oh, old school. Of course, yeah. Dude,
2: well, that's the movie. Old school. Yeah. God, this massive crush on that guy in Old School. He was so good. <laughs> God, he's just done so much. He's now he's playing dads. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. like, what? <laughs> Lucas is a dad. Like, I'll see him in a movie, and I'm like, he's playing a dad.
0: <laughs> no, it's, yeah.
2: Go from old school to playing dads. Crazy.
0: Seriously, frat life, man. Yeah, frat parties to the, you know, dad. Level yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> it's, it's our just, own life that happens. Yeah,
0: it's so funny how you mentioned Free Willy too, because that was my, literally my favorite movie as a little boy. Oh, and really? I had this stuffed animal and I would like recreate the scene where it jumps over. <laughs> like Free Willy.
2: Yeah, oh my God, that was one of my favorite movies too. I had that on all the time all the time. And because of the epic jump, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all a child, a child did all of that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, um, any exciting, uh, projects in the future?
2: Yeah. Um, well, I do have a movie coming out the day after this one to, to be called bury the bride, which, um, Spider One directed, uh, Rob Zombie's brother. And uh, I have Texas Chainsaw Massacre video game coming out in a few months. Um, I have a movie with Chrissy Metz coming out and I've got two rom-coms. I've got tons of stuff coming out um, uh, that I'll be able to announce dates (laughs) later on. (laughs) They're all gonna blend together, you know? Yeah, which, you know, when they're coming out, so like I can, can promote it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so is like video game acting then like pretty different than live action. Oh, yeah.
2: Acting? Oh, yeah, it is. It is so much physical shit, so yeah. much in constant. Um, it was really, really and, and talk about seven days. I mean, that was all in seven days doing all the mocap stuff, which is pretty challenging and, and hard on your body and i also voiced one of the characters um so doing a horror movie in 2 hours using just your voice is a little hard <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i didn't realize how much how how um you know challenging it was going to be but it definitely i'm always up for a challenge um and that one definitely was but it was so fun to do and i would definitely do it in a heartbeat
0: awesome yeah i think when it comes out i might just buy it i don't think oh you
2: gotta you gotta buy it and then you gotta play as me
0: (laughs) yeah that's right (laughs) Uh, hell yeah well scout thanks so much for for talking and and your generous answers this is uh it's been awesome appreciate it oh
2: yay thank you so much
0: yeah all right uh (laughs) have a good rest of your day
2: thanks you too have fun bye
0: and that's a wrap on the nikki whalen and scout taylor compton episode i hope you enjoyed it and i'll see you next time on shattering superstructure this is alex arabian signing off